Hello, my radioactives. This is your bench-pressed ham radio host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his hot yoga resistance bandwidth, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is about loving the one you're not with, which is nearly all the ones when you think about it. Maybe you should direct your passion towards Santa, and this Christmas, that and a couple of hundred-watt light bulbs will score you some easy-bake lovin'. Easy-bake lovin'! By Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Floyd was a lonely and pathetic fuck, 32 years into his life and he had never even held hands with a girl. That was a dream he'd held onto since boyhood, and at his age it would probably get him prison time. No, he had to concentrate on holding hands with a full-grown woman now. Not that he had any better chance at that. While reading himself a bedtime story, Floyd was struck by the tale of the gingerbread man. It was then that Floyd realized that the best way to hook up with a woman was to bake himself one. Here in his prime, he'd run out of options, and, as it turns out, he'd run out of his tenuous grasp on reality as well. But what was the worst that could happen? She might leap from her birthing cookie sheet and run away screaming about how he couldn't catch her. And how is that any different from any of the other women he'd met? The next day, he set to work on the perfect cookie woman. Floyd felt he was too focused for all-purpose flour, and so he spent the extra money and bought the one-purpose flour. He considered adding extra molasses, figuring that would slow her down if she tried to run, but changed his mind, realizing it was exactly this type of creepiness that had made all the other women call the police. See, even now he was growing as a person. He did add extra eggs in the hopes that if things worked out, they could raise a couple of cookie human babies. When he was done with the prep work, he popped her in the oven. He named her Ginger, but then changed his mind, remembering he'd always liked Marianne better. To Floyd's overwhelming delight. When Marianne came out of the oven, she didn't even think of running away. She even let him hold her hand. Emboldened, Floyd hugged her. Marianne was warm and soft and moist. It might have been the extra eggs. They made love that afternoon, and in the afterglow, Floyd questioned her unresponsiveness, to which his Marianne bread woman unresponded. It was only then that he could admit to himself he hadn't created a sentient being with whom he could spend his life. No, he had just fucked a big cookie. Horrified, Floyd knew he couldn't just throw her away. His nosy garbage men would find her body and never let him live it down. Floyd thought long and hard about what he'd done, what had brought him to this, and how he might turn his life around and maybe help his fellow human being instead of only living for himself. He chopped Marianne into small pieces and sold her at the church bake sale. Tina was there at the bake sale. He'd always known she kind of liked him because when she was shooing him away, she'd hit him with a broom, which was a big step up from the baseball bats and axes the other ladies would use. He held his platter up to her as she looked over the goodies on the table. Try some of my Marianne snaps, Tina? She looked suspicious, but after taking an exploratory sniff, she tried one. Mmm, she mmmed. I like that. Kinda, I don't know, musky or something. How much are they? I only want to help my fellow human being, he said. Seven dollars apiece. Luckily for him, Tina was going through a divorce and wanted to unload her assets quickly to keep her gold-digging husband from getting rich off her hard work. She didn't need to support him. He had a perfectly good job working at the gold mine outside of town. Sure, he might die early from gold lung disease, but think of all the gold he'd stolen from the company over the years and carried out in his lungs. She bought Floyd's entire platter of Marianne snaps, paying with wads of snotty, balled-up, gold-lined facial tissues. You know, Tina, I've just come into some money. Maybe you'd like to have dinner with me, Floyd said, patting the facial tissues and trying to look nonchalant when some of them stuck to his hand. Isn't that money for the church? I don't actually go to this church. Not after they chased me out with pitchforks that one time. They didn't even own the pitchforks, but went out of their way to rent some. That night after dinner, as Floyd was kissed by his first non-baked woman ever, Tina delighted in how much he tasted like gingerbread. 
If this story chewed your cookie, you can crumble it and other frosted treats at the website of the Muskie Bite, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Yammer obliviously in the comments for this post or pant email me and we'll put on each other's drawers at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com and if that goes well, try on each other's cabinets at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. For this episode only, the SF and SF Signal stands for snotty facial tissues, which at SFSignal.com don't have anything but mucus in them because it's our hearts that are lined with gold. And that's why we spend so much time on the operating table. Use whatever influence you've managed to accumulate thus far and blow it all on making people like my show. Your political career was never going to get off the ground anyway. As soon as your opponents discovered you listened to this show, it would be all over for you. Now you can become a veterinarian boat builder like your mother always wanted. Building boats out of waterproof veterinarians. Beam your twittery thoughts all across the globe that any of your friends who aren't wearing tinfoil hats should follow me at twitter.com upwithgravity where I regularly post recipes for grilling tinfoil covered heads. It sounds horrible, but your dinner's tongues get to taste their own head juices before anyone else and after being basted with my low-fat weightlifters recipe bar barbecue sauce, they can only wonder why you hadn't cooked them before. This podcast gets sued regularly for asexual harassment after telling bacteria that they should split and publicly reading to all the prokaryotes in sight its blatantly anti-karyote agenda from a manifesto that strangely resembles its Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 imported license. Until Argentina starts crying for me like a motherfucker, this will think about being Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you that two go in, but only two and a half come out. Good night. This podcast's podcasts. This podcast's. <laughs>